Members of Parliament asked what measures have been put in place by the Interministerial Committee on COVID-19 Vaccines to ensure that, unlike with personal protective equipment, large-scale corruption can be prevented. Deputy President David Mabuza says government is confident that effective measures have been put in place to prevent any corruption around the acquisition, distribution and rollout of COVID-19 vaccines. In the acquisition of the COVID-19 vaccines, there is limited room for such corruptions as the market is highly regulated with few manufacturers. Further to this, the product has to pass the stringent quality assessment by the regulator and the procurement is centralized at a national level for the ease of monitoring. MPs like Steve Swart from the ACDP called for extra measures to be put in place. I'm sure you'll agree that the 10 billion deputy president of the vaccine program is rich pickings for unscrupulous people. And the fact that National Treasury has again allowed deviations for transport, storage and distribution contributes to the risk. Deputy President, would you support as part of mitigation strategies the real-time auditing of all related vaccine contracts? as an additional measure, as well as the setting up of special additional courts to deal with corrupt companies and individuals should the need arise. To allay your fear, there's nothing that will be hidden for government. Government will be able to go in, our auditor general will inspect those agreements, whether there was value for money. But of course, I must also indicate that uh, we are trying by all means to utilize our available capability. For instance, the storage that we're using, the BioVec storage, uh, we are partly owning it, but we're looking forward to utilizing our own storage as government. And um, the Department of Defense has got facilities in all the nine provinces and we are looking forward to utilizing those uh, facilities as our storage facilities, given the cold chain, we'll be able to try and improve those conditions, but we want to minimize the tender process as far as we can. On the matter of ESCOM's turnaround strategy, Mabuza told MPs that the process is complex and taking time. But he says they have met various deadlines as part of the strategy, such as the unbundling of the utility. The frustration of the public, therefore, is understandable. We have no illusion to the reality faced by the power utility on restructuring ESCOM into three divisions. Divisionalization was completed by March 2020 as the first step towards business separation, with functional separation to be completed by March 2021. The establishment of a separate transmission subsidiary is still targeted to be completed by December 2021 with generation and distribution by December 2022. Finalization of this process will create the required certainty for prospective investors in generation capacity, in turn ensuring that bids are fairly adjudicated 
relative to ESCOM's generation. Meanwhile, Mabuza called on South Africans to bear with the rolling blackouts. Now they are doing reliability maintenance so that these power stations can be reliable. So yes, we're going to do everything in our power to shorten that period. But for now, let's accept what the leadership of ESCOM has said. But we go, will go inside and say, let's put more effort to try and reduce the period of load shedding.